Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Podcast in a Tree. Where are we today, guys? The Augural second episode. Oh, well, this is Augural. We are once again in a beautiful Bahutakawa tree, but this time mm. uh, our surrounds are not Grayland Park. We are, in fact, all the way over at Point Chev Beach, or Point Chevalier, as we say in New Zealand. Chevalier, if you are cool. That's how we should say it. There's a road in New Zealand called... Um, in Auckland called Jervois Road. Yes. And, of course, it's meant to be Jervois. Jervois. Because in France, you wouldn't be caught dead saying Jervois. You'd humiliate yourself. they got trees in France. But in New Zealand, have they got trees in France? Mm. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. they got they got tree have fever. Been? To, to France? Yeah. Yes. There are definitely trees. They don't stick out to me as the most prominent memory, but I'm fairly certain. Ah. <laughs> okay, I'm he can't be fairly sure. Fairly certain they do. But he I'm just saying. He can't be sure. In France, they've got trees and they would never say Jervois unless yeah. they were mocking us. I see. I've got some bark. That's cool. Just took it off the branch. That's very nice. They're not all going to be Pahutakawa trees on the series, but the first yeah. two sure were, and maybe the rest of them will be as well. My life for a different tree. No, this tree's excellent. If you are getting the audio product and have no visual reference, uh, the situ is unbeatable, I'd be tempted to say. It's a picturesque day once again. We've really cracked it with the weather for this augural we, episode. We're sitting in front of uh, the Western Motorway. Well, actually, we're sitting oh, in front of a beach. I can't believe you started with the motorway. We're at the beach. We're at the beach. Primarily, we're at the beach. But we're also at the motorway. Mm. You're in, like, French beach attire. Well, this You've actually, got naval, like blue on white stripes. I mean, this is, is a, right? I bought this in it's naval. Do you know I bought this in Greece? Oh, yeah, it's like the Greek flag. It is a bit, but Greece don't own blue and white. True enough. And um, I'm wearing a hemp hat, and I'm feeling really good. Uh, it's a, it is, a, as you said, it's a beautiful day. It's about 22 degrees. Here in Auckland, New Zealand, flanked by my wonderful friend Tim. We're very close together in this one. Do you know any facts about trees, guy? Trees provide uh, the oxygen we breathe. Nice one. Some, nice one, brother. Somehow. Nice I don't know one. how they do that. Me neither, man. Photosynthesis? That's a word? Photosynthesis is... Um, 
convert sunlight into energy. Is that right? Could be. I shrugged. Could be right. Don't know. Could be wrong. Unsure. All I know is that it's uh, it's so nice to be doing this versus what we we normally do when we record things. Well, like what do we normally do? Because some people will be well, listening to podcasts got... in a tree and they won't have any reference or understanding of our back catalogue, and they'll think, Look. "Why? Why would I care about two fellas in a tree?" Well, you probably don't, and that's fine because the the thing of it is is that uh, Guy and I have a back catalogue of self harm through podcasting. Seven years we've been going, and the formats are largely around us watching uh, bad movies over and over again, uh, or in our most recent case, watching bad pornographies once a piece, but continually, week after week. That's right. Reviewing them, though, um, reviewing's a strong word. Got a beautiful, look at that little sparrow tucking into your food. My food? Didn't you have a ginger something in there, in your bag? Mate, what do you think I got up? You know, you think I came down the last shower? I wouldn't leave yeah. a ginger slice out for a sparrow. Well, what, what's attracting all these birds? Maybe a ginger slice crumb. Oh, okay. But no, actually, you'll be pleased to hear, I bought the ginger slice with us for my exciting new segment. It's uh, it's ginger sliced in a tree. Oh, amazing. I know. It looks like a heavy bag you've got there, well, resting on a branch. This bag is it's full of all sorts of props, which will um, also become other... Other categories. Oh, you got a plate. A serving plate. And I've bought uh, two. Now, this is homemade ginger slice. We had a barbecue at my house last night, and uh, our friends Jimmy and Kyra came over, and they brought along a lovely kumara sourdough loaf, which we ate all of, mm-hmm. with some salt-free butter. We'd run out of salted butter. I don't know why they make the butter without the salt, Tim. The salt's half the thing. Yeah, it sure is. Um we're breaking all the rules in this podcast series, which I enjoy. What do they say? They say, don't go outside. You want to control your audio. Don't eat on the microphone. People hate it. Um, or you could do don't both. Don't sit in the sun and Without don't sunscreen. don't be by the beach. So here's and a, we, we say, hey, we say, fuck you guys. We're doing it anyway. Cheers. Cheers. Here's to the rebellion. That's bloody good. Yeah, so they made that themselves. I love that. Isn't that something? They made it in their house, and they transported it to the house I live in, and then now we're having it in a tree. I am having a, a, a you know how you have flashbacks? I'm I know how, I know how, yeah, I know how I have flashbacks. Like a memory. Yeah. You understand what a memory <laughs> yeah, yeah. is? I've had a memory. I'm having a flash forward to me sitting down to edit this and hearing you me just nibble into a microphone. How does it make you feel in the future? Disgusting and angry. How does it make you feel right now? I can't hear it in any headphones. I'm not wearing any headphones. I'm breaking all the rules. Do you feel really good? I feel great. I feel really good too. Mm. Do you know memory is an interesting concept because all of your memories are false. They're just like self-built reconstitutions of things that have happened, but no one remembers your life exactly how you do. That's true. You have shared touchstones, but even you and your nearest and dearest, you and your wife, you shared a wedding day, and you both probably remember it differently from Uh, your respective perspectives. We probably do. We probably do. Why are you smiling (laughs) as you say that? Well, you've got a mischievous glint in your eye. One of us drank more than the other one, and I shan't reveal who was who in this situation. But needless to say, our memories probably will be a little bit different for a myriad reason, but... That is a big (laughs) contributor day. That is a big one. A great day, though. I think we can all agree. That's right. I was there. Guy married us. Me and my bacterial tonsillitis. Yes. Here's a good story. So, Guy um, was one of our marriage celebrants. Um, 
which was he did a fantastic uh, job. As an aside, can mm. I just say it's, the segment's finished now? But Ginger slicing a tree for me was a huge success. Yeah, I think you really um, hit it out of the park with that one. Do we need any ranking or rating or anything? Of Absolutely that or we'll just not. Just the fact be. that we did it yeah. was a triumph. Okay, and. Um, so the big day comes. Uh, it turns out registering officially to be a, a, a wedding, um, what are they called again? A celebrant. A celebrant is kind of hard. It's a pain in the ass. So you hadn't had the paperwork in order, but that's all right. We had a, a, another fantastic, we had Emma, who right. had the technical yeah, bits yeah. and pieces. And then we had Guy to do the um, the friendship bit. That's you right. gave a great speech. It was a huge success. The whole, the whole day. Things. That's right. And then I plied one of you with alcohol. To jeopardise your memory of your special day, I Very will good. not. I will not say. But this is when the story kicks in, of course, which I think you should tell because it's your story. Oh, you, there's a whole. You want the whole story, the postscript. That's right. Well, so I think it's the most interesting. I'd seen bit. a doctor prior to this, and I was slated to leave for a comedy festival the next day. Mm. And uh, the doctor said, "Don't worry, just a bit of a sore throat. Nothing to see here. Jog on, mate." And I said, "It's pretty sore." And he said, "Who knows more, the guy with the sore throat or me?" the GP you're visiting. And I said, probably you. So I went to the wedding. Anyway, I actually, I went to the comedy festival the next day and the throat became worse. And the day after that, not only was my throat becoming worse, but I could feel my wisdom teeth coming through. And I went to see a doctor in in Brisbane. And the doctor said to me, you have one of the most acute cases of bacterial tonsillitis I've ever seen. You've got to start taking these drugs. And I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep at night because I was... um. Well, I was crook with my mouth, and every day I'd leave the house for one hour to go and perform my show, which is an insane well, thing to do. I didn't even think you were going to this. I didn't even know all of I this know, bits I of know. the story. So anyway, a week passes. I was meant to stay in Australia, go to another festival, but I couldn't handle it. I said, I just want to be with my mum and my dad. Yeah. I feel as bad as I've ever felt. My wisdom teeth are exploding. The tonsillitis is, is on the wane, but still there. And I haven't been consuming enough food or fluid because like, it, it hurts to swallow. And yeah. I bought a plane that morning. From uh, Brisbane to Christchurch, and what should happen on the plane? But I have <laughs> a full recovery, a seizure. Oh no! A seizure during the the taxi to takeoff, and the whole plane has to stop. And they ferried me back to the terminal, and I kept saying, "Please let me stay on the plane. I just want to go." And they said, "The paramedics are here." And I got to ride in an ambulance on the tarmac, and I went. I was taken to a student's hospital, so. About 10 different students of medicine at the Brisbane Hospital just observed me. Wow. They gave me every brain scan. They said, well, you're as fit as a fiddle. The problem is you couldn't get horizontal. And because you were upright, your body started convulsing. And that's why you had a seizure. What an incredible mechanism that the body has at its disposal. It says, listen, guy, you need, you need to lie down. And you say, well, I'm on a plane. I simply can't. And the body says, well, watch this. Yeah, I'm going right. to intervene. And it did. And that's the story. But you came back full health, as I understand. Well, I like to think I've bounced back. Yeah. In fact, I've bounced back to the point that I would like to introduce another of our hit segments here oh, on here Podcast in a Tree. Yes. And uh, this one's called Drugs in a Tree. Ah, Drugs in a Tree. It's the segment where we take drugs in a tree. And because of the type of drugs we're taking today, we've actually had to have some of the drugs before we even got in the tree. Yes, we did. What's the drug today, Tim? The drug today is commonly known as magic mushrooms. The active and chief ingredient that is affecting our brains is psilocybin, a naturally occurring chemical that is in certain kinds of mushrooms. Other kinds of mushrooms will kill you, but some kinds of mushrooms will make you feel fantastic. Some of them might do both. Yes, that's, that's also true. 
So we've got. Do you know um, the most poisonous mushroom from my memory? And it's the most commonly seen mushroom in children's television shows, cartoons. I know what it looks like. It's that red one with the white spots. It's called a toadstool in cartoons, but scientifically, it's called the fly agaric, and it's the most deadly mushroom I know. Wow. I know. Why does they keep putting it in children's products? If Beautiful it's so... little mushroom. Because and gnomes live on them. You would want to sort of ward children away from that rather than celebrate them and convince them that gnomes yeah, are inside, yeah. you know? You're not wrong. Yeah, I'm a smart guy. That's why I have these uh, this magic water. So we've got magic water inside this little container. Um, there's a number of ways you can take magic mushrooms, psilocybin. Uh, you can just eat them, usually dry them so that they keep and they mm. sort of um, mm. uh, concentrate, I mm. think, a little bit. Mm. You can make a lovely little tea, mm. uh, which tastes a bit earthy. Lovely. And that's effectively what I did with this. I put a, a, a bunch sort of chop them up a little bit, put them in boiling water. And they've been just stewing away in here for about three weeks. So the potency is unknowable. But I didn't drink very much before, and I reckon I can feel a little... Well, the thing is, Tim, I didn't drink too much before either, and I feel fantastic. Mm. How much of that is the tree? How much of that is my natural disposition? How much of that is the company? And how much of that... Is the psychosilicon? Psilocybin. Psilocybin. There we go. That I've ingested into my body. How much have you done magic mushrooms much, much before, guy? I've had a pretty good time on magic mushrooms a handful of times, mm. and I think I don't even think I've had a bad time on mushrooms. That's good. It can uh, go curly sideways. Um, if anyone's watching, and they're a little bit curious. I'd say do your research, read up a little bit, and um, yeah, great book by a man named Michael Pollan. Oh my goodness! How to change your mind? Oh, what a book! You put me onto that. Fuck was good. He's a great author. He's more famous, I think, the author of The Omnivore's Dilemma. That's That sounds familiar. Was there well, a book about him finding out about food and how it gets to us? Yeah. It was, it was mostly, it's about, it's written from the perspective of an omnivore, mm-hmm. and it's sort of about a, a, a dilemma. <laughs> I see. If I was to provide a synopsis, that's what I would do. A narrative book from the perspective of an omnivore about a problem. The omnivore's issues. The Omnivores, yeah, that was the first working Dilemma. title, but they fixed it. That's very good. The, um, How to Change Your Mind book is a, is a hard recommend for me as well. It does make, I tell you what, it makes being suspended above the ground ever so slightly perilous. Well, this is an interesting tree in that the access point is you walk out onto the tree, but the tree's roots are planted so firmly in an embankment that the actual branches on which we sit overhang. Uh, I wouldn't call it too sheer of a drop, but we're probably... It's a bit of... Two, two meters, two and a half meters oh, above the ground, and if we were to fall, you'd clip yourself. Well, yeah, you, it would be you would you would damage yourself at your own peril. Um, but I mean, this is I'm, the, not, I'm just it, not going to focus on that. Isn't it interesting the idea that this tree's growing out of there, directly in front of us, yeah. not beneath us, as you so traditionally associate with trees? The whole situation's quite skew with because it has it's grown horizontally out. It's a hoary tree. The trees I'm used to go vert, they're verties. This is a hurry. That's correct. Maybe we should um, uh, put that at the end of the name of this Pahutakawa. It's a Pahutakawa hurry. Yeah, to yeah. To indicate what's going on. The with option's this tree. available. We would then. Does that mean that we'd have to start calling the other ones Pahutakawa verts? This concludes <laughs> drugs in a tree. Well, that means it's time for our most exciting segment so far. This is a very exciting segment. I can't remember what it is. Well, while the podcast might be in the tree, that's not to say that everything about the podcast is contained in the tree, and we're very excited. This is our first guest we've had on the podcast so far for our exciting new segment, 
guest on the ground. Welcome, Angela Dravid. Hello. Hi, Hi Angela. Angela. Hello. Um, I was in Brisbane with you, Guy. I know. I was living with you. Yeah. How was I? Um, you were you were in your bed most of the time. I was quite poorly. Yeah, you were quite sick. Did you worry about me, or were you I concerned did. with your own things? Well, um, while you were having that, I was meeting my half brother and sister for the first time. Wow! So we were both going through our own dilemmas. There you go. This is what I'm talking about with memories, because I don't remember anything about you being reunited with your long lost family no, members. No, I Brisbane. felt like it was like not a priority. Hey, Angela, <laughs> would you like life. some sunglasses? Ah. Uh, I'm okay. I'm facing you sure? this way. You're yeah. all right? Yeah, Very thank good. you. Um, hey, tell me about that experience for you, uh, meeting new members. Well, I guess they weren't oh, new members of your family. Well, meeting so members of your family for the first time. My mum had told me about um, two children she had before me, but they were taken by their dad. And I'd known about them my whole life, but I'd never met them. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just got an email, or sorry, a message on my Facebook um, just saying, I think I'm your half-sister. And I heard you're coming to Brisbane. It would be great to meet you. Far out. And then they came to, my brother and sister came to the show and it was weird because she looked exactly like my mom. Oh, wow. Uh, and yeah. that, that's also an incredibly revelatory way for you to introduce yourself to these new family members because that show was deeply personal. That show was, yeah, a lot of sex, <laughs> prison, and uh Yeah. <laughs> A lot of sex, prison, and yeah. The yeah, Angela not in the Dravid same place. Story. I didn't have sex in prison. Oh. I really couldn't imagine uh, much more of a high-stakes scenario than a comedy show to be one of the early You can just say I made it up at them. the end, I guess. Is that, what was that? Sorry? You, you could just, at the end of the show, yeah. if you were embarrassed by what you said, you just say it was all a trick. It was all oh, a dream. Of course. Yeah. It was performance. It was a lie. Did you ever use that ending in a short story as a child when you oh, wrote it Oh, totally. English? I thought that I really nailed it every time. Like you were like, I can do anything I want. Yeah. And it's still set in reality. I can take it away. Yeah. Angela, how's it going on the ground? We're obviously up in the tree, but we'd love to get a report on how things are down um, there. There were a couple of kids that saw me holding a mic and um, they walked away. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. What did they look like when they saw you with the mic? They saw me gingerly walk towards me, like your ginger slice. And yeah, then, uh, nice. Good, good callback. <laughs> and is it nice down there? Oh, uh, yes, it is nice. It's full of shells, though. I Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I don't like the beach that much for when, when it's got all these shells on it because you kind of walk as if, you know, you're trying to steal something. That's how you think <laughs> thieves walk? Very sort of. Unsure I and light on their feet. Absolutely know what you're talking about. The, it's a, it's, you do it's the, the creep thing yes, as well with the hands. It's the same thing you do with your body when you're trying not to make a peep or the creak step and on the a plywood floorboard. Yeah, 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 exactly. This is what you do when you're trying to. You understand what we're saying, guys? I do. I actually watched a movie quite recently where the foe of the protagonist. I just heard something. I thought it was a, the loudest bird I've ever heard, but it was a baby. Sorry. Well, in many ways, children are the loudest birds. People. Especially, yeah. <laughs> I interrupted you, Guy. No, no. I was just saying that The Foe mm. was an invisible man. The movie's called The Invisible Man. And The Foe is this invisible man. And I was thinking, because a lot of the scenes are taking place in these very beautiful homes without a creaky floorboard in sight. And I thought, ah. and that's why you always keep one or two creaky floorboards in your house. But, or a bunch of shells. Yeah, or a bunch of shells. But or those are. Lots of furniture with sharp corners. Yes. Yeah. Well, so one of the challenges though, was that the 
the one of the settings was the home of the 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 woman and the Invisible Man, so he knew every he would have known every floorboard. Yeah. So you've got to actually move the creepy floorboards around monthly, okay. just in case an Invisible Man comes into your house and starts terrorizing you. It looked horrible, by the way. Have you got any tripwires or anything in the place where you live, Angela, in case something like this happens? Uh, no. I don't have a single booby trap in my house anywhere. No. Nah. But this is really getting, getting when, me When thinking. I was young, I had a nightmare about a robber coming into my room, and so I went down to our garage, and I took a small metal chain, and I started sleeping with the chain under my bed because I was afraid of uh, robbers. But then what my mum, obviously, I'd just have the chain, okay. strike strike the robber if they were looking to cause me harm. I would right. have been about 12. Yeah. Was then, the metal chain attached to your pocket in your cargo pants? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that chain was purely Hashtag aesthetic. <laughs> this chain was a genuine bit of chain. And my mum obviously saw it, and she never spoke to me about it, but I'd come back from school and the chain would be back in the garage. And I'd think, what's going on here? So I'd take the chain and put it back under the bed. And it was sort of this unspoken dance we were doing with we were both relocating the chain, knowing full well who the person responsible for moving it away is, but not really talking about it. Same way I learned about puberty. They left a copy of the book, What's Happening to Me, on like a, on a table. They just left I, it. Yeah, and they weren't there, and I sort of walked past it. And I was like, okay, I'll read this. And then I remember seeing a, a cartoon depiction of an erection. It's quite, quite it's a good way like to the go. the fairy godmother. Well, not fairy yeah. godmother. It's the... Um the dentist, the, fe- the tooth fairy. Oh, the tooth fairy. A, a tooth yeah, yeah. fairy for puberty. A puberty yeah. fairy. We're yeah. g- I think we're straying into big mouth territory dangerously close now. What? You think that talking about puberty is big no, mouth? There's no, 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 no. A, a puberty fairy. It's a monster. Hormone it? monsters. Yeah, hormone monsters. We've got all sorts of things now. But I Point think a show. A- Should we give them a plug? Should we help them out? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. I don't want to. Okay. I'm not into it. Avoid it if you can. Um, I think that's a great way to engage with conversations you don't want to be a part of. Just sort of leave things lying around. If yeah. you've got an employee that you need to fire, just sort of leave the pink slip on their desk. Don't engage well, too much. If you've got to break up with someone. It's passive Oh, here's aggressive. a fun one. What's the best way to break up with someone, do you think? Oh, the best way? Um, maybe so, hold a party and, like, put some memories on a slideshow and say... It's fucking good. Um, <laughs> like a goodbye party yeah, for like them. Yeah, like a goodbye party. They don't or, know. Do they know? They don't know. They don't know. Maybe have a wake. <laughs> <laughs> for the relationship. <laughs> for yeah. them or the relationship? Or the relationship. Yeah. That's real. And then we throw should... all your stuff together in a pole. I feel like we should do that anyway. We should have, like, funerals for relationships when yeah. they end. Well, you grieve it. So you do. So you should have some sort well, we, we of... Have always... your friends around? Tradition, or not traditionally, but people grieve them independently. Um, no my oppo- ex deported me from the country. I think that's probably the, the best way. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say that's the best way to break Tough up to with argue someone. With not available to everyone. <laughs> I mean, it's a um, it's quite a lot of trouble to go to. It's a line yeah. pregnant with questions, Angela. <laughs> Where were uh, you at the time? I was in the UK. He reported me as an illegal immigrant. Were you an illegal immigrant? Well, my application was in the Home Office, and it wasn't my fault that my passport, like, Expired while it was in the home office. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. If those pencil pushers had to speed things up a bit, yeah, your partner if you were wouldn't digital. have had a leg to stand on. <laughs> those meddling bureaucrats. You'd still be in, in Britain. Did you have a good time there? I don't know. I, I realised that if he didn't deport me, I wouldn't have gotten into comedy. Yeah. So, so in a way... In that respect... Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> I'd prefer having a... I went too far. <laughs> no, no, you're right, mate. With the thank you. No, no, no. 
Hey, believe in no, yourself. No, thank you. He's fine. I, I did say thank you to him when he. Um, did you really? Well, he said I'm sorry, and I was like, "Oh, you've got nothing to be sorry for." Um, that sounds. Thank con- you. <laughs> considering the surrounding circumstance, that sounds unbelievably amicable. Um, it's really generous of you, I think, Angela. Ah, uh, yeah. Just saying, hey, can, forget it. No hard feelings about the whole deportation. Can thing. I ask you this, yeah. Angela? What's your history with trees? Trees. Um, I. Talking trees with Angela Drab. Trees. I actually like plants a lot. Not so much trees. <laughs> yeah. Well, well trees can I just blow your mind for oh, a second? Oh, bonsai. I like bonsai. What if I told you a tree is a plant? How about oh, that? Yeah. So did you know that a banana tree isn't a tree? It's a herb. Banana? Yeah. The banana really? tree is a herb. It's a herb. It's considered a herb. <laughs> what? My mind is officially blind. Well, because it doesn't have all the parts that a tree would have. What does a tree need to have to be a tree? Roots? Um, I was in, um, I did Splendor in the Grass and I was like uh, in the car with the science group and they yeah. were talking about bananas and someone said, oh, you know, it's not a tree. And I phased out at that point. Fair but enough. you retained enough. I retained enough. You got the know. juice. You did got you, the big bit. Did you climb trees or herbs as a child? Uh, no, I did get high with herbs. <laughs> did you? No. <laughs> Smoke a bit of um I have smoked rosemary. a little bit. Of, oh, do you call it rosemary? No, what? no. Tim was speaking about actual rosemary, and I uh, think you were talking about uh, the herb marijuana. weed. Yeah. Have you smoked that before? Yeah. How I was it? I had to cancel two gigs. Oh, yeah. two. Two. Were they on the same night? Or? They were on the same night. One was talking about Happy Families. It was a podcast. And the other one was um, my first pro gig at the Classic. Oh, wow. Really? Did you, you enjoy? Did you enjoy? Well, I had being... edibles as well, so I was just completely melted into my mattress. Did you enjoy being high? Um, yeah, yeah, I did. I found out I was high because um, I laughed for like twenty minutes, and then my <laughs> my cheeks hurt, and I couldn't stop. And I just went into my flatmate's room and said, "I, I think I'm high." <laughs> <laughs> it's really what, nice. what did your flatmates say? They were like, "Just ride it." Just write it. Hell yeah. Great advice. I'm glad that you had the um, presence of mind to cancel your obligations, though. Yeah, well, I had to call I called Paul Douglas. I was like, Paul, what do I do? He's like, give me your gigs. <laughs> and did he take the gigs? He did take the gigs. Good on him. Yeah. I reckon he wouldn't have phrased it like that. Paul's a lovely fellow. He would he have been w- like, I'm going to help you out. Give me your gigs. Give me your gigs. <laughs> <laughs> You're too high. Yeah, Paul was a good guy. Do you know if he did well at the shows or did he purposefully tank it on the off chance that people would remember oh, Angela think, was supposed to be on the show? No, nah, I think Paul would have smashed it. Yeah. I have seen Paul smashed and do a gig as well. Yeah, I've seen him perform <laughs> he high. Was, he was on the floor doing something weird. He nearly fell off the stage and he's still killed. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's unstoppable. Much yeah. like yourself on a stage, Angela. I've seen you absolutely destroy in, in all kinds of environments. Ah, oh, thank you. Quiet rooms, big full rooms. I don't destroy in quiet rooms. They just get worse. I've never seen you do well on a gig. <laughs> That's how a guy and I are different. <laughs> We've got differences like that. Well, that you did say that you guys will remember the same event differently. So. That's yeah. right. I guess the guy's an asshole, so it colours his perception of other people's performance in a different way. The theme of this episode is memory, or differences. Yeah. Well, mem- but memory is inherently different. So yeah, it's all about perspective mm. as well. I'm on the ground, you're up in the trees. That's right. How does <laughs> it, how does it's it feel? very hierarchical now that we're doing it. How does it feel <laughs> being guest on the ground? I don't know. Have well, you ever sat on the ground and watched a bird's nest? Yeah. It's like that. But I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> understand the birds. <laughs> I guess you don't talk to the birds. No. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Did you guys did you guys ever go to the pond and then see a like family of ducks and then make up their story and stuff? Not recently, but I feel like that's something I might have engaged in as a kid. Do you still do this now? Well when I was like when I was in the bail hostel, like one of the girls I used to live with um wanted to drink and so she'd get um vodka and he would sit by the pond and she'd just make up this story about ducks. Was That's it interesting? Really cool. No, it was like, it was just like, oh, there's the mama duck and the babe. <laughs> it's, still, it's still creative, you know, invention. Yeah, but it's also, it is just someone hammering vodka describing ducks. Well, d- can you describe as well what a bail hostel is for those who are uninitiated? Uh, yeah, it's um, uninitiated. Um, I think most of us would be. It's... Um, like, a, I imagine it being like boarding school. There's like 20 bedrooms in this massive house and everyone in there was in some some part of the criminal justice system. Either they were getting uh, sentenced, so they were um, on bail awaiting sentencing, or they had been sentenced to stay there as part of their conditions. Um, yeah. I like that there was some storytelling going on in that kind of an environment. I mean, y- with the yeah. ducks, I mean. Yeah, maybe it was like, maybe that was counselling for her. I don't know. I mean, you gotta you gotta spend the time somehow. I wouldn't well, mind whiling away the hours. We only had five hours a day that we could go out. How many? Five hours a day. It's not bad. It sounds not bad, but you had an hour in the morning, then mm. you had two hours for lunch, two hours for dinner, and an hour after dinner. How would you rate the overall experience at Bale Hostel? Um, out of ten. Out of ten. While on bail, like maybe 
four out of oh, I, I don't know six out of ten, and then when I was sentenced there, maybe seven out of ten. Seven out of ten after sentencing, it went up a point. What yeah. would the what would so. the sort of three sentence Yelp review be? Three sentence. Um, uh, was there in its heyday? Solid stay. Wouldn't go back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Angela Driver, and thus concludes. Our brand new segment, Guest on the Ground. Thanks, Angela. Yeah, thank you. Um, now it's time for another segment that I can't remember what we've done. Well, Next. we've got we've got two more segments to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them neither of us prepared for, and it's a shame that we've just expelled Angela from the podcast because it's one that she might be good at. It's it's uh, called poetry. Well, we did establish in the last episode that we opened the doors. That's uh, right. To the segments. But that, what I did just then did feel quite concluding. It did feel it? final. It's yeah. a real shame because Angela's a brilliant mind and I'm sure she'd be so good at this segment. But Everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Our special guest, Angela Dravid for Poetry. Hi, Angela. Hello. How are you going? How was that? Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. I needed a break. And, uh... You feel recharged? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, have you got either any poems you remember or any any improvised poetry you'd like to to improvised deliver about? Improvised poetry. So you guys actually just took poetry in a tree. We make up a poem, I reckon. Oh yeah. We've never done the segment before. We could all we could all make up a poem as a trio. Actually, oh, wouldn't yeah? that be nice? That would be a treat. It's very good. Should we do a line? <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have brought Angela back on. <laughs> oh come on now, a bit of wordplay yeah. getting into the poetry. I think it's apt. Um, should we do what a line each? <laughs> Swing it round. Yeah, I just, there I, once was a man who lived in a tree. Oh, oh it's a limerick. He but, said. <laughs> uh, he, he eventually moved out. <laughs> the end. What an incredible poem. Structurally <laughs> very interesting. Um, the language in it uh, felt purposeful. But it didn't have what I would call confidence. The poem didn't possess a lot of confidence. Well, can we can we remember it? So there once was a man who lived in a tree. Oh, it's a limerick, he said. He eventually moved out. The end. Yes. It's not the worst poem I've ever heard. It's much it's it's Angela loves it. It's like life. You go in with a plan. Plan doesn't work out, you move on. Yeah, yeah. Life's what happens while you're busy making plans. Well, thank you so much to Angela Dravid. <laughs> Is that the entirety of poetry? Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Angela. Thank Goodbye. <laughs> I'm getting um I'm getting pins and needles in my butt. I'd also like to say I know that the segment's technically finished, but um, with reference to drugs on a tree, I'm starting to feel a little bit better even than I was earlier. Oh, fantastic! Well, then it's time to talk about our sponsor of today's episode, the Sky. Okay. The Sky has brought us this episode because, in a lot of ways, the Sky brings us everything when you think about it. Brings us trees, brings us podcasts. It brought us us the sky. Yeah, yeah. So I'd just like to say, uh, if you want a discount on the sky's upcoming um, holiday deal, just use our code PodTree50 to get half price at uh, at the sky. This is a bad. Other nature products will refuse to advertise with us. I'm just one man uh, trying to trying to, do our <laughs> trying to advertise the sky. Trying to complete I our sponsorship obligations. With respect to the sky bringing us podcast, I guess because satellite technology occurs in or above the sky, mm-hmm. it is technically responsible for so much of how we live today. Yeah. Food for thought. Uh, it's now time for our closing segment, and this is, of course, the Treater Board 
Uh, this is where we name and rank the trees. Mm. Uh, it's a real shame we've kicked it off because it would be really nice to get her take on this. So well, please welcome back to the podcast, <laughs> Angela Dravid. Uh, yeah, Hi, I, Angela. How well, are you going? Yeah, I, can go. I haven't left. I'm just, yeah, just... We're really missing you just before. <laughs> I've, I've I was going to say, um, you should dedicate it to the ground as well. It's not all about the sky. Huh? The what? ground, I am fearful of right now, so I don't want to do any sponsorship oh, okay, shout-outs because the, the sc- whole time I've the- been up here, I felt like, you know when you fall asleep and you feel like you're falling mm. and then oh, you yeah. wake up? I felt like the beginning of that for this entire time. Like I'm just about to lean back and absolutely nail myself. Well, I, I, don't, I don't like that at all. Now It's all right, though. Uh, first things first, Angela, you've got an entirely different perspective on this tree because you, you're, of course, on the ground where we're in the tree. Yeah. I uh, guess I've been looking at it from the root up. Yeah. So have you got a name for this tree? You can uh, call it anything. 660. 660, 660 the tree. <laughs> you don't forget your roots. <laughs> really good. The first tree was called Susan no, for no it. reason in oh, particular. Really? Uh, so just so you know, for those of you listening along and don't know the band 660. No, very, please don't. I don't want to promote the a band A very popular band in New Zealand who have a new movie out <laughs> that I forget the name of. Well, they, uh, they, it, it, it might not be new right now, but they did release a movie. It's and um, they, they, they're a band and, and New Zealanders love them. And why wouldn't you? So the rating scale, a uh, tree can score a uh, highest possible score of 24. Of course, representative of the hours in the day, the Five criteria. Out of five, we have rest and relaxation, health, natural beauty, and climbability. And then the final four is decided by X Factor. Angela, as you've not driven, uh, not driven. I guess climbing a tree is like driving it's a tree. Driving your it? body. It's, it's, the, it's you know driving your body up a tree. Uh, so Tim, I'll get you to do climbability. Out of five, how do you find this? Easy as hell. Five. Five out of five. Okay. Well, hold on. Three. Because you want it to be a little bit more challenging. You can't go very far. Okay, that's great. So three out of a potential five. Uh, natural beauty. I'm going to throw to you for this one, Angela. You've got a different perspective. How's it looking? I mean, it's pretty good. I, I, I think it's like nat- uh, ten. I think it's naturally beautiful. Ten out of five? Ten out of ten five out for five. natural beauty. <laughs> okay. So up to 13. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to just round down to five there, if I may. Um, health. The health of the tree. It does look a little bare. The Pahutakawa we were in most recently was in full bloom. Those iconic red Christmas flowers abound. Uh, a lot less in the way of flora on this tree, mm-hmm. which might suggest a slightly less healthy tree. The roots are a little bit more exposed, raggedy. I'm going to give this... Oh, nibari. The nibari is strong. What's the tree. nibari? There's a bonsai term for the root, the root structure. Are they strong? Yeah. Well, I was going to give it a three, but we're going to upgrade it to a four. four Never for, heard that word before. Yeah. Four for health. Well, because like bonsai looks at the beauty of damaged trees, like that have gone mm. through a lot, and this tree's gone through a lot, growing on its side. I love that. Yeah, that's really it nice. Makes me feel really nice about the tree and connected to it. Give it yeah. another point. I think six sixty takes away from its natural beauty. <laughs> no, no, we can't criticize the tree for the name you gave it. <laughs> I mean, you gave it here. So just. Refresh my memory. Climbability, it got three. Natural beauty, it got Ten. five. Health, it got four. Mm-hmm. Rest and relaxation. This is one for you, Tim. Uh, two. Two. Okay, you've not felt rested or relaxed while on the tree. Fair enough as well. Oh, there's but a the tree up on there. Side. Beautiful. So we're currently on 14 out of 20, and now it's time for the X Factor. Angela, I've got to throw to you. X, X Factor on this tree, what do you think? Well, it's out of a possible four. 
it's, it means whatever you interpret it to mean. It's like star quality of the tree. Uh, I mean, I think it might be a three. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's out of four, by the way. Oh, out of four? Yeah. Um, two. Yeah, smells like a two to me. Yeah. Cool. So that makes for a total score of 16 out of 24 for 660 the tree, putting it in second on our tree to board. Um, obviously, more trees to be climbed, more reviews to be done, and more segments to be had. But uh, for now, I'd like to say thank you so much for listening or watching. Thank you to Angela Driver thank for you being to, our oh, first guest. Angela Driver, thank you. You were the, the inaugural guest on the inaugural episode. That's right. How about yeah. that? I'd like to thank the sky. Thank you. I'd like to thank uh, psilocybin. Mm-hmm. I'd like to thank you, Tim Bat, like and to thank Guy. The uh, friendly families of Point Shiv who haven't really given us any grief in spite of the fact we've kind of imposed a podcast on their serene surrounds. They've been so accommodating. So thank you, um, Point Chevalier families. Actually, I'd like to thank Sunscreen as well. I've been wearing a bit of it and I I, I, I think it's it's good. Shout out, yeah. Sunscreen. Shout out. I um oh, I wanted to tell you guys because we're at the beach, but yes. my mum's Samoan and she told me that when um, – the boys are circumcised that they have to go to the beach and have a swim. That's how they heal. Angela Drivet, everybody. You can follow her on social media. The uh, the links will be in the show notes wherever you're seeing this. God bless. Bye, Angela. <laughs> See you. Oh, and zig zig ah. It means shits in a cigarette. Shits in yeah, a cigarette? A cigar zig zig ah was there was a guy who was sharing the same studio as Spice Girls who would take um, a massive shit and smoke a cigar. So they said a cigar-cigar. So it's a shit that looks like a cigar? No, it's like you that's... You smoke while you're taking your shit? Well, I, I think they were just saying that he was such a big boss that he would just take a massive shit and smoke a cigar. So what I really, really, really want... Is a cigar-cigar. So it's to have the confidence to smoke while I shit? No, no. I don't know if he did it at the same time, but this guy was just... He was an asshole, I think, and he was like a top dog. So they were like, I want to be like him. Huh. That's girl power. Yeah. If you've ever heard it. Angela Dravid, everyone. Stop saying shit quotes and then saying Angela Dravid. Angela Dravid, everyone. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time uh, in podcast. In a tree? In a tree. It's not hard. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.